Welcome back to Out of the Rough, presented by We Know Fantasy. This, of course, is the We Know Fantasy's Fantasy Golf Podcast, presented by Nate and Lenny. Lenny is here with me, as always. Lenny, how are we today, my man? Doing pretty good after last week. Yeah, if you follow us on Twitter, which you should, at We Know Fantasy, or nope, that's not where you find us. We can find us there as well. But Out of the Rough WK on Twitter, we posted uh, Lenny's past results of the Honda Classic. He had he had himself quite the outing. Uh, so, yeah, uh, kudos to him for, for, you know, it's been a few weeks here on the podcast, and we struggled a little bit, but finally hit a big one here with Lenny's lineup last week. We'll get into that here in the, when we talk about the uh, results of last week. But, of course, my name is Nate with We Know Fantasy. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at We Know Fantasy. Visit our website, WeKnowFantasy.com, where you can find fantasy sports content from basketball, baseball, uh, golf, of course, NASCAR, even anything and everything fantasy sports, we have you covered. So, with that being said, this is a this is a different type of week we have here for us. We have the WG, WGC Dell Technologies match play at the Austin Country Club. So, for this podcast, we'll talk uh, about the uh, bracket format, I guess, that PGA hosts on their website, the Dell Technologies Bracket Challenge. We'll go through that. We'll go through each 16, each of the 16 matchups, and we'll pick our favorites and kind of go through the bracket that way. We'll also talk about a DFS lineup for that cha- for that uh, tournament, and we'll also talk about a DFS lineup for the Corliss Putacana Resort and Club Championship in the Dominican Republic, where those who aren't playing the match uh, play here in uh, Austin will uh, partake there. So a lot of golf this weekend, some good golf to be had here as, you know, what is it? I think it's 56 of the world top 60s or like that or at the Austin Country Club. So uh, some good golf be had there. Before we hop into new things, let's talk about our past results. I really don't want to talk about mine because they were poor. I had to scramble at the end because my favorite Daniel Berger was scratched and kind of threw me into, a, a I guess, a, a whirlwind of things. So my favorites included Daniel Berger, who scratched, of course, Zach Johnson, who had a minus five, T8, good there. But Chev Reavy uh, missed the cut at plus five. My lineup then turned into uh, Westwood, who missed the cut at plus eight. Zach Johnson had a minus five. Uh, Reavy, uh, Taylor Gooch, plus two for a tie of 46. And then Doug Gim, I was high on. He missed the cut. And Jim Fear missed the cut as well, who was also a plug-in with the uh, – Change there when I had Daniel Berger scratch. Sean, forgot to mention this. Sean will not be with us today due to some uh, mishappenings with his residence in a way, but he just wasn't able to join us this week. So his results were were not as bad as mine. They were actually pretty good. He just missed out on the money line. He had Adam Scott, who had a tie for 13 at minus four. Taylor Gooch, uh, tie for 46 at plus two. Keegan Bradley, tie of 30 minus one. Uh, Anne Boing Hun missed cut at plus two. Harold Varner the third T nineteen at minus three, and Bo Hogg missed the cut at plus four. So we had a total of three forty two point five. And Lenny, let's hear that fantastic lineup you had a week ago. Yeah, it was in the morning. It was excellent when Keegan Bradley started out one under, and I had three guys at T three at one point in time, and Chris Kirk at ninth. I was in the top 50. Um, this is the um, dollar contest, the multi-entry uh, that I enter our lineups in that I talk about on the pod. So I was doing really well. I mean, Keegan fell back, but 
that's fine. We still finished with 453 points, made money on the week. So I, I can't complain about that one bit. I had a good week. My favorite, Neiman, he finished T25. Um, I, I can't really complain about any of these guys just because we made money. So I'm not going to. Chris Kirk, T25 as well. Brendan Steele finished T3. Keegan Bradley dropped down to T30 which hurt us a little bit, but we were, we were fine. He was my kind of mid-round favorite. We had Matt Neesmith, T36, and then Chase Seifert, the guy with a deep round pick at 6'2", finished T3 as well. I've hit back-to-back T3s on these low-round flyer guys, so I'm hoping for a 3-for-3 three three this week on him. Yeah, that'd be incredible. That's where you find your value. If you're hitting those guys, you're pretty much guaranteed the money. And uh, Lenny here has proven that he's able to do that. So last week we had some success. Let's move on to this match play format at the Austin Country Club. A little bit about the course and the tournament itself. This tournament was canceled a year ago due to the obvious COVID-19 pandemic. Kevin Kistner is the uh, most recent defending champion after beating Matt Kuchar. Three and two in the final of 2019. This is... You know, along with the players, is considered one of the most, the more prestigious non-major events on the PGA Tour. Uh, Austin Country Club is a Pete Dye design course. This is a 64-man bracket. So 64 of the world's top 69 golfers in the official world golf rankings are here. We're getting debuts from Scott Scheffner, Colin Markawa, Victor Hovland, Sanjay M, and Matthew Wolf. Qualified uh, golfers that can take place but aren't going to be here include Brooks Kepka, Adam Scott, Justin Rose, T- uh, Tiger Woods and Gary Woodland. This field consists comprise is comprised of 50 of the PGA Tour winners with a collective 229 wins to their credit. So a lot of uh you know great golf to be had this weekend. Can't uh, talk about that enough. The front nine of this course is on higher ground while the back nine is on lower uh lower ground alongside Lake Austin. The first three days will consist of 16 groups of four golfers. It's a different format. This is a round-robin type of thing, more uh, different than what we've seen in the past here. So play, they play everyone in their group uh, once in a round-robin format for the first three days. The winners will then advance to a Sweet 16. Then it continues to the, to the what would be eight in the quarters, four in the semis, and the final on the final day. So it's kind of like a... This is fitting that's happened in March. Usually it's in the fall, but here we have some more March Madness content in a golf format, and, I, and I'm and i super excited for that. So, Lenny, anything else you want to add about this course or the, or the format, tournament, anything like that? Um, I don't have a whole lot, but, yeah, it's, I think, an important thing just to note is when you have players, like, excellent nine holes can win you a match. Where when we're looking at players in a typical week, we have four rounds for them to kind of earn points, earn their score. Where in this, if a guy gets hot and can just play nine holes well, he can easily advance and survive to the next round. So it makes it a very difficult tournament to to predict and to guess. Um, I think this is a week where it's kind of less about making money and more about just kind of having fun with it. Yeah, and this is a format we don't see often across the PGA Tour. So, yeah, when you talk about fun, this is a one to kind of mess around with. We, we get a we get a bracket type format here, which we won't see for the rest of the season. 
And, you know, DFS still is in play here, as we'll talk about later. But this bracket format something fun to have, especially coinciding with the March Madness uh, NCAA basketball tournament. Uh, like I said, Sean's not here with us. So when we go through each pick, I'll, I'll present Sean's pick that he has for each uh, group here, just so we have records for the uh, podcast in the future. And just note that this po- this uh, tournament starts on Wednesday. So you'll be listening to this on a Tuesday, and therefore we don't have time to edit it. So bear with us here, guys. We'll have some mistakes, some some pauses, some ums here and there. It's just uh, not in the books this week to get an edited version of this podcast out. But we want to make sure we get this content out to you guys um, in, a, in a type of manner that you can listen to this uh, and put the content into your own brackets or DFS lineup. So here we go, Lenny. Here we go. The Dell Technologies Bracket Challenge. If you want to join Lenny, myself, and Sean – on uh, our bracket challenge, visit bracket or fantasy bracket.pgatour.com and search We Know Fantasy WK. You'll find our group there. Join us, compete against us, see if you can't knock us off our, uh, <laughs> I can't say thrones because, you know, we don't have much success here, but compete against us. It'd be some fun for our listeners to uh, go against us here. So, group one, you know, this is pretty much, we have 16 groups. So, each group we headline from, from, uh, one through 16 in the world golf rankings. And then uh, of course the, the three joining them will be narrow, narrow in terms of closeness to uh, the world record of the, the one, two, three, if that makes sense to you. So Dustin Johnson has group one here. He's joined by Kevin, Na, Robert McIntyre and Adam long uh, LJ. Who do you have winning this one? I, I have DJ. I, I just don't see, I mean, McIntyre could win this, Knock could win this if the putter gets hot, but DJ's too good for me not to pick him here. Yeah, same with me. I think you have to go DJ here. He's a previous winner of this tournament in, what was it, 2018? I think he, he claimed this 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 tournament, so this is probably the easiest group in terms of, you know, you have Adam Long, World 61, McIntyre 41, and, and not 28, so it, it's DJ for me, and if there isn't a long shot here, it's Adam Long, but you have to go Dustin Johnson. So Sean also has Dustin Johnson in this one. Group two headline. By I, I, what? I, what? Was what? Say, I think that guarantees that DJ doesn't win this group. If all three, all three of us have DJ. If, if, uh, if a uh, recent history comes to show anything, you are correct. Uh, group two headline by Justin Thomas, Justin Thomas role. Number two, you have uh, Lewis, Otizen, did I say that right? Otizen. Okay, yep. Kevin Kistner, who's a previous winner of this event, and Matt Kuchar, who I think lost to Kistner. So two that that final rematch there in this in this group too. So Lenny, who do we have here? This one I think is the hardest one to pick, and I just went JT because uh, I I don't know who to pick. You have Otizen, Kistner, and Kuchar, all really good match play p- players. JT is the best player in this group and just in a, I think it's almost a straight up pick them and I'm just going to pick the best player in that situation. If I'm not wrong, I think JT and Bryson have uh, the same or are pretty much the favorites to win this tournament. If I, if I remember correctly, but yeah, this is a hard group. JT is the favorite, but Kistner again is a previous winner, the most recent winner actually and out of 19 and he beat Kuchar in that final. So I'm also going JT. He, he is the favorite. Now that I look at my notes here, he actually is the favorite along with Bryson. So I have to go JT here, especially after winning the the players just two weeks ago, he's kind of a hot golfer. And I think he takes group two group three headlined by John Rom. Uh, what's the group 
or roll number three, excuse me. Ryan Palmer joins him, at, and then Sean Shane Lowry and Sebastian Munoz. Lenny, who do you have? Uh, I'm going one, two, three here. I'm going John Rom here. Um, John Rom, I think, is just way too good not to lose this kind of here. Palmer Lowry, I think, could give him a run, but Rom's too good. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm yet to deviate away from the favorites in the in these first three groups. I'm with Rom. I know you're a Rom type of guy. I wanted to pick Sean uh, Shane Lowry here in a bad way, but I just can't yet. So John Rom's my pick. Excuse me. In group two, Sean had Justin Thomas. Forgot to mention that. I'll try to be more on top of that. But I and then Sean also had Rom. So all three of us have Rom there. Group four, headlined by Colin Markawa. World number four, Billy Horschel, Max Homa, and JT Poston. So, LJ, who do we have? I'm going Morikawa here. I think match play kind of fits his game. Driver in the middle of the fairway, hits the middle of every green. He's not going to make mistakes too often. And I think he's just someone who's just going to be in it every hole. So I, I think this style of play is going to suit Morikawa's game. Yeah, he's also, I don't know if he still is, but he was the PJ's best on the tour and shots gained approach. So the consistency there with uh, the iron game and hitting the ball consistently and straight will play in favor here, especially in match play. So I have him as well. So let's see, one through four, we have the same, you know, favorites here. Uh, yeah, Sean has Colin Markawa as well. So one through four, we're all the same. Group number five, headlined by Bryson DeChambeau. Tommy Fleetwood's here. Uh, C1 Kim and Antoine Ka- uh, Rosner. So, Lenny, which do you do you have a Bryson here to win? Yeah, I didn't even realize that I did this and went one through five that I had picked the favorites on it. But I do have Bryson. I'm big on Bryson this week. So I obviously have him winning this round here. Yeah, I'm I'm here with you well. It has to be Bryson. And I just don't see him not eventing out of this group. Uh, Sean actually has Fleetwood. So this is the first deviation away from the top uh, favorite in each of these groups. So there's that. So moving on to group six, Alexander Schofield, Scotty Scheffler, Jason Day, and Andy Sullivan. We're getting, uh, you know, kind of uh, closer in rankings and a little difficult or a more difficult group here, uh, Lenny. Yeah, this is where I start to deviate. And I went Scheffler here. I don't pick the favorites every time. Kind of after this point, I I don't really. But I, I think Scheffler, you know, he's a Texas guy. I got I got to get a I got to get a, another hometown guy in there somewhere. Yeah, you got a point there. I'm going Skoful. I I just think he's you know I guess I'm still going with the favorite here, and I may do it again. We'll see here. But uh, of course, you know we can't always be the same person. And Sean actually goes Xander Schofield as well. But yeah, Scheffler is a popular pick because of those UT ties. Group seven, Patrick Reed, uh, you know, LJ's favorite here, Joe Kim Neiman, Christian. How do you say that one? Yeah, you you are the, we know fantasy uh, out of the rough uh, expert pronunciation of golfer names. And Bubba Watson here at 55, uh, so Lenny, do you have your, your man Neiman advance on this one? I actually don't. I wanted to pick Neiman, but I think he's a, a solid DFS play most weeks because he's just such a consistent guy that 
he's a top 40 every week, top 30 every week. But I think in the match play that that's not going to get it done. I considered Bubba here, just his success at the course. But I went Patrick Reed. Um, I I don't know if it's kind of – he's like the Ryder Cup guy. He's the guy that people almost know for match play a little bit. And I think I bought into that a little bit on this one. Yeah, Bubba Watson is a previous winner here. What, 16 or 17? He was a winner. So this is a pretty hard group to call. And in my notes here, I, I it literally says, I know Lenny will go Neiman, so let's go Patrick Reed. <laughs> so I went Patrick Reed as well, I, just assuming you went Neiman. I, I, want, I actually, when I first made the bracket, I had Neiman in there. And then kind of right before we started, I had a little look over, and he was one of the guys that I changed. All right, all right. So Sean has Neiman, so one of us has Neiman. And uh, we both have Patrick Reed. So group eight, we're getting a little, uh, you know, further down here. Uh, this is a halfway point. Tyrell Hatton is a world eight. Lee Westwood, Sergio Garcia, and Matt Wallace. Which one of these guys do you have advancing out of group eight, Lenny? I've got Sergio. I think he, uh, I th- in my opinion, I think he might be the favorite in this. Like, it could be Hatton. It should probably be Hatton online, but. Lee Westwood, I think he's a little bit too tired. I don't think he's getting out of this. Sergio is a good match play player. He's a good golfer in general. I'm going Sergio here. Yeah, Sergio is my pick as well. Played with the, at the players and wasn't awful early this year at the first WGC event that we saw at the concession. You know, like I said, Westwood fell apart last week drastically. And I'm not in love with Hatton if you've listened to previous episodes, but. We have Garcia here, and Sean actually has Garcia as well, so three of us have Garcia. So uh, take that with a grain of salt. (laughs) Group nine, Webb Simpson, Paul Casey, Mackenzie Hughes, Taylor Gooch. Gooch is someone we were, you know, Sean and I were both high on last week, but we'll see if we go with him again. But first, before we get into that, Lenny, who do you have in group nine? I'm going Mackenzie Hughes here. I'm... Staying away from Webb and Casey, I think those two, they're both very highly ranked, ninth and 17th. But I think this is the one where I'm going to fade those two uh, high-ranked guys, and I'm going Mackenzie Hughes. Well, Sean's here with you and Mackenzie Hughes, but I'm going Paul Casey simply because confidence is key, and, and Paul Casey definitely plays with some confidence. Really like that here in this group nine. Group 10, my man Patrick Cantley, uh, Hideki Matsuama, Carlos Ortiz, and Brian Harmon. Some decent names there, Lenny. Who do you got? I'm going Carlos Ortiz. I wanted to go Harmon after he helped me out last week. And just knowing he's kind of a similar play style to Morikawa. Not a super long guy, just straight everywhere. But I'm going Ortiz here. I think uh, I think he can get it done. Yeah, Cantley is my guy. I'm a Cantley guy, so I have to ride with him, in my opinion. But this is a group to watch, in my opinion. This is a, a pretty close group. Cantley, Machuama, who Sean actually has, and you have Ortiz. So we each have a different person throughout this group. And then Harmon's kind of the odd man out, but he could very well take this group 10 as well. And uh, probably another good group here, in my opinion. Group 11, Rory McIlroy, 11, uh, Cameron Smith, Lanto Griffin, and Ian Poulter. Lenny, do you do you believe in Rory this week? I do not. I, I'm staying away from Rory this week. 
And I'm going Lanto here. He's a, I was just looking at some of the putting stats and typically putting isn't a thing that I kind of dial in on and look for, but Lanto's putting from 15 to 20 feet and 20 feet and out is one putt percentage. He's like in the top 10 in both of those. So, or he's tied 16th and then he's tied fifth. And I think putting is going to be one of those ultimate match play things that no matter where you at, if you can one putt from anywhere on the green, you're always going to be in it. So I'm going Lanto. I mean, I'm sure this one's going to be almost another one. That's a little bit of a pick em here as well. though. Yeah. This is another group I have marked as a toss up uh, because of, you know, the Rory is, is struggling right now. And Cam Smith isn't, you know, too consistent as well. Cam Smith's my guy here. And I just can't trust Roy right now, but you know, Sean's going with Rory actually. So we have three different people here as well. Uh, group 12, we have the Tony Finau, the once very consistent golfer before the last few weeks. Uh, Jason Kokrak, Will Zalatoris, and Dylan uh, Fratelli. LJ, which one of these is your guy and why? It was tough not to pick Finau, considered Zalatoris. But I went Kokrak. He's been playing pretty good, consistent golf for the most part of the year. Um, and is another guy who's a really good putter. And I, I'm going Kokrak. All right. Yeah, I went with a, more of a shots gained approach here in this group because it was kind of a – I didn't see a favor. I'm going Will Zalatoris because of his consistency and able to get the ball where it needs to be, especially within 100 yards from the green and – when it comes to match play, just playing it safe sometimes is, is best, and Zaltoris does that on the tour. Group 13, headlined by Victor Hovland, Abraham Answer, who is uh, one of the quick risers here, uh, Bernan Weisenberger and Kevin Streamland. Uh, so let's see, Lenny, who do you have here? I'm going with Abe Answer here. I think this one is going to be in between Hovland and Answer. I might not be giving Weisberger and Streelman enough credit, but I think Hovland and Answer are just much better than those two guys, and I went with Answer. Well, I actually went with Hovland, who, again, I would have believed you go to Hovland because he's kind of one of your guys, but I yeah, went Hovland. Like... And uh, Sean actually went Answer as well, but like you said, those two are, I think it'll be down to those two. Uh, like you said, don't count the other two out, but I think Answer and Holland are, are the two superior golfers in this group. It'll be fun to watch those two go head to head. We're almost done here, guys. 13 or 13 G's. Three more groups, and we'll get into the uh, more, uh, you know, the, the further parts of this bracket. Group 14 Daniel Berger, Harris English, Brendan Todd, and Eric Van Royen. Lenny, which one of these guys is going to advance out of group 14? This one might have been the toughest for me to pick. I went with English here. I don't I don't know if Berger's healthy. He withdrew last week with an injury. Brendan Todd can be he's a good player. He can be a little bit shaky if the putter isn't going. And Van Royen, he's another guy. He's he's good. Um, but he can be a little bit all over the place as well. Uh, I I don't like the English pick, but I also don't know if I like any other picks in this one. I just don't know if I trust anyone here, but I win English. Yeah, this is to definitely a toss-up 
in my opinion, but I was very high in Berger and he, entering the Honda Classic. I know he withdrew, but I'm going to go with him again. And Sean agrees with me with his Daniel Berger pick as well. Group 15, you have Matthew Fitzpatrick, uh, Matthew Wolf, Corey Connors, and Jordan Spieth. This is, you know, in my opinion, probably the uh, group to watch in terms of of evenness from one through four. Yeah, I, I would agree with that, I think. And that's why I went Spieth here. He's a bottom guy. But I th- Matthew Wolf, he's been injured, hasn't played much. Corey Connors, he's such a good ball striker that he can get himself in good positions for tapping birdies. And Fitzpatrick's been playing well. But Spieth is someone who can hit, you know, he can hit into the rough have to force a layup, but then he'll make a 50-foot putt from off the green. And I'm just going with that. The speed can play a hole so bad, but then he'll just hole out out of nowhere, and he does it so often, and he's kind of back to to having that confidence and having a point to prove that I, I'm i going speed almost just for that, that point to prove motivation factor in this one. Man, I'm with you here. I'm going speed as well in this group. Uh, let's see, Sean gone, has gone wolf. But I I just love Spieth. Like you said, a confident Spieth is a dangerous Spieth. So I think that's what we're going to see this week. I think he's going to make a run in this tournament. So the final group, Group 16, you have Sung Im, Victor Perez, Mark Leishman, and Russell Henley. Another great group, in my opinion. And let's see, Lenny, who is your final group winner here? I'm going with Henley. Just kind of like that same with like the more Kawa pick. Just a good ball striker. Always going to be in position. And Victor Perez is a guy that I could see being a sneaky pick just because the only time we really see him in America is playing the very difficult tournaments, the majors, the WGCs and things like that. So people don't always see him, you know, playing kind of the lower tier things. So I don't think they realize how good he is, but still I'm going Henley here. Yeah, I'm going actually Victor Perez he quietly had a, had a top 10 finish at the players, uh, let's see, two weeks ago. And he just, like you said, he plays these difficult courses very well. He He's there when you don't expect it. And he's kind of a name that, like you said, flies under the radar. I had no clue. Actually, the guy finished top 10 at the players until I looked it up. So I'm going uh, Prez for group 16 and Sean went Leishman. So that's our group winner. So here we are. We're in, uh, let's see, round of 16. We'll quickly go through these uh, round of 16 winners. So I guess, Lenny, how about you just go through your winners here, uh, list your round of 16 matchup, and the winner you have advancing to the quarterfinals. You want to just go straight down through the left side? Yeah, we'll just go to the left side, then we'll do right side. All right. So I have DJ and Henley, and I have DJ winning that one. And then I have Hughes and Garcia, and I have Hughes winning then I have DeChambeau and Kokrak. I have DeChambeau advancing. And then answer Morikawa. I have Morikawa advancing that one. All right. We pretty much do the same thing here. I have uh, DJ playing Perez. DJ advancing. Paul Casey against Garcia. Except I have Casey advancing. Uh, DeChambeau versus Al Torres. DeChambeau advancing. And then I have Hovland versus Morikawa. Morikawa advancing. So let's go right side of this uh, bracket here, Lenny. So I have... JT and Spieth, and I'm I'm running the Spieth wagon once again. I have Spieth Ooh, advancing. Big ups up there. And then I've got Carlos Ortiz, Patrick Reed, going Patrick Reed. 
Scheffler and Lanto Griffin. I've got Scheffler advancing and then English, the pick I wasn't happy about, and Rom. So I'm obviously going Rom here. All right. I have JT versus Spieth as well, but I'm going JT to win. Cantley versus Reed. I'm going Cantley to beat Reed. Uh, Schoffel versus Smith. Uh, Schoffel to win that one. And Berger versus Rom. Rom advancing. So here we are in the quarterfinals, Lenny. How about we do our let's do the same thing, left side and then right side. All right. So in my DJ and Hughes bracket, I've got DJ advancing and then DeChambeau and Marikawa. I've got DeChambeau. So I have DJ and DeChambeau. All right. I, I also have uh, DJ advancing out of the quarters here uh, versus Paul Casey. And then I have Marikawa re- uh, beating DeChambeau. So let's move to our right side here. I've got Spieth and Reed, and once again, Spieth advancing, making a deep run. And then Scheffler and Rom, I've got Rom advancing. All right, so I have, what were we in the semis here? I have, wait a second, what were we on here? So you have JT and Cantlay? Yep, JT and Cantlay. I have Cantlay actually knocking JT out. And then I have Schoffel versus Raman Schoffel uh, advancing there. So here is our final four. Now that LJ has me on track here after I lost uh, <laughs> lost where I was. So I guess let's go left to right. So, Lenny, who is your uh, first player to advance to the finals? Bryson DeChambeau. All right. I have Morikawa knocking out DJ. So we both have DJ going out there. And then who's on the right side? John Rowan. You knew Ooh. I couldn't let him not go to the finals. <laughs> I have Cantley versus Schofield. Of course, I have my guy Cantley advancing. So <laughs> I have a Morikawa versus Cantley. And uh, I guess I'll just say Morikawa wins it for me. I, I've i got Bryson winning, beating John Rahm. And then my third and fourth place game, I have Spieth beating DJ. Yeah, I have DJ beating Schofield there in my third place. Um, finish. I was going to say, I think DJ someone who, once he's in a third or fourth place game, he doesn't care anymore. Yeah, kind of just gives but, up. Yeah, I think he's, he's just going to send it home. He's just going out having fun. Then where I said Spieth, someone who I think is out here having a point to prove, he's going to be grinding every match. So Let's see. Sean had DJ versus Thomas in the finals. DJ winning. Then Marikawa versus Roy McIlroy actually in the third place match with Marikawa bringing that in. So that's it for the bracket play, guys. Something different to talk about in fantasy golf. We don't see this much really fun stuff there. But, of course, we can't go out without talking about some DFS stuff. So I'm going to briefly give you my um, WGC match day DFS lineup here. Going Colin Marikawa. Have to have my winner in here, 10-4. Schofel is my runner-up, so I have him at 10,000. Paul Casey making a run at 8-9. Will Zalatoris advancing out of his group at 7-9. Victor Perez, same thing here. 6-6. I'm going Billy Horschel around my lineup at 6-2. If there's someone here in this cheap area, I think that can break it out of his uh, break it out of his uh, uh, group. I think it's Horschel there. I do have, of course, Marukawa in the same group advancing out, but Horschel just in that in that price range where I needed someone to fill this bracket, I think is the best shot to kind of advance. Yeah, how I I did this, I basically looked at my quarterfinal matchups and I tried to see how many of the six out of these eight that I could fit in there. And 
based off of what I have, I did pretty well, I think I must say. I have John Rahm and DeChambeau, so I was able to get my two finalists in here. John Rahm at 10-7, DeChambeau at 10-9. And then, obviously, having such two high-priced guys, I kind of have to take a bit of a leap down where I've got Scheffler at 7-9 and then Henley at 7-5. And then I have Carlos Ortiz at a 6-8 and Hughes at a 6-1. So everyone that I have in my lineup, I was able to pick basically in my bracket. So I'm really glad that I could set it up that way. Um, so if I do good on one, I'm definitely doing good on the other. And um, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, this is an interesting one to pick because we're not used to this type of golf and this golf format across the fantasy sports spectrum. Let me give you Sean's real quick. Matthew Fitzpatrick at 8-7, Tommy Fleetwood at 7-8, Sergio Garcia at 8-3, Dustin Johnson at 11-5, Mark Leishman at 6-8, and a Matthew Wolf at 6-9. Actually, I really like Sean's lineup here. I'm not the biggest on Fitzpatrick and Fleetwood, but he has some great golfers here filling this lineup. All yeah, right. I, think, I was going to say, I think a a big thing when setting your lineup, make sure you don't pick two guys in the same group or two guys Pay that are going to that, yes. potentially in the round round of 16. Right? If you pick two in the same group, you're guaranteed one of your guys is out after three rounds. It, and then if you have your guys facing in the round of 16, right? I mean, at least you get four rounds out of your guy, but the potential for you to get maximal points is going to be significantly decreased. Yeah, so pay attention to that. I know I, I listed two guys. I have the same group there, but the cost was just what I was looking for to fill my guys. So we're going to briefly talk about the Corliss Punta Cana Resort and Club Championship in the Dominican Republic. Uh, we'll give you our lineups real quick on that. Briefly about the course is a very lengthy 7,666-yard course. The greens are Paspalum, which is a rarity in the uh, PGA Tour. This is a fun tournament where the winning score is typically about, you know, you'll see some like minus 20 scores, which is which is kind of fun to see. We'll see a lot of birdies and some great shots happen here at this course. Strokes gained approach, proximity gained from 200 plus yards, par five scoring and greens in regulation and scrambling are uh, some important stats to pay attention to here. Please note that the winds will be and can be a factor here. We're playing in a tropical Caribbean location along a beach which, uh, you know, we talked about this in Florida course as well. The wind can just come in one day and, and be a drastic uh, a drastic factor in this. And this is the alternative event for those who did not or did not qualify for the WGC event. So you'll pretty much see, what was it from, like World 70 and on. So, uh, Lenny, real quick, how about you run through your uh, Punta Cana Championship DFS lineup? Yeah, so I've got... Sam Ryder at 9,000. I'm going Seifert again at 8,000. Uh, Bryce Garnett at 8,000. And Herbert at 7-4. Herbert's the highest ranked guy in this. And he's at 7-4, which kind of surprises me here. Um, but I also have uh, Will Gordon at 8-6 and Justin Suh at 8-7. All right, so mine's uh, Charlie Hoffman at 10-2, Emilio Grillo at 10-5, Peter Uyelan at 7-8, Lucas Herbert, of course, like you do, Lenny, at 7-4, had to get him in there, Kelly Craft at 7-1, and 
Uh, Chingwan Zhang at 7,000. Sean's lineup includes Lucas Herbert, as we all have Lucas Herbert. Lee Hodges, Luke uh, 9-1. Luke List at 8-9. Chase Seifert at 8,000. Grayson Sig at 7-8. And Seep Straka at 8-8. So that's it for this week's podcast, guys. The Out of the Rough podcast presented by We Know Fantasy, covering the WGC well, uh, Delta Technologies match play at the Austin Country Club. Next week, we have the Valero. Uh, was it Valero Open? I think there's a proper Valero, name of that. Texas Open. Yeah, Valero, Texas Open. And then after that is the big one, the Masters. Two weeks away. So we'll be back next week. Hopefully, Sean will be able to join us next week as we, you know, break in that tournament before the masters and you know i just can't wait for the masters it's just one of those things that you look forward to each year and if you're a golf fan you are definitely excited as we are follow us on social media we're on twitter and instagram now at we or nope don't do that at out of the rough wk uh find us on twitter and instagram please follow us there we have a giveaway going on our twitter page once we get 100 followers we're giving away a sleeve of Pro V or Telus Pro V1 golf balls. So hit us up there. You can also follow uh, We Know Fantasy, our host station at We Know Fantasy on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And visit our website, We Know Fantasy.com, for some more fantasy sports content. Until next week, guys, we'll see ya.